feet. Knocks off number one, Indiana. Brent Spillane continues to be the hottest thing in college baseball. The Illini win it over Ohio State, 28 to 21 at the Horseshoe in Columbus. Darren for the tie. He got it. Oh, he got it. 80-80. Welcome to Osprey Talk. I am Patrick Catazone with Anthony Pasquale, and we're back after a quick hiatus uh, for Christmas, and, and both of us were away, and uh, neither of us live very close to each other, so um, <laughs> haven't been able to get the podcast out, but we're back here after the bowl game, some post-game thoughts. First of all, I'd like to say Brandon Peters laying out for his team just so so much heart for this Illini team with with a guy that you know came from Michigan and came from a winning program and, and had to play basically in the Red Box Bowl instead of um, I can't even remember what bowl game Michigan's in the Citrus Bowl or something like that um, and still just lay out for his team that was awesome yeah I mean that's honestly my biggest takeaway of the game it's that Brandon Peters cares and he cares a lot. He left the game on the field today. I I don't know. I loved it. I, I um, you know, he's been criticized this year. Like he doesn't have um, all the tangibles of a great quarterback and this and that. People criticize him for sometimes doesn't seem like he cares all that much. But I mean, I think he left it on the field today. He can show. He showed everything. He shoot. He can throw the ball. Two hundred seventy-three yards and a score without his three top targets, he showed that he can run the ball, 68 yards on the ground, and then that diving play, I mean, it showed he cares a lot about this team. Hell of an effort from Peters today in a game that ultimately Illinois fell short in 35-20. to 20. If there was one word that you would use to describe this game, what would it be? One word? Yeah, one word. Disappointing. Disappointing, really? Well, yeah, you want to win your bowl game. I say optimistic. I think when you look at this game, you have to take it in. We had eight starters who were injured. Um, Kramer was gone. Um, okay, optimistic is interesting because I think that's how you feel towards the future. But the game itself, yeah, I think. Well, after the game, if you had one game, I think optimistic. I, I honestly optimistic. I'm optimistic about the future after this game. Okay, I agree. This with game that. showed me a lot. Like specifically, we should obviously Brandon Peters can play, right? He's, exactly. he's a guy who next year, if if Rod Smith could tweak the offense to suit him better and switch from the run first spread to a pass first spread, we're gonna win a lot of games. Like that. Oh yeah. I'll, I'll frank. I'll be frank. I think we could win eight games next year. Especially, we have a pretty easy non-con. So. Easy non-conference, a little bit more difficult conference, but there's some of the more favorable matchups next year at home. Minnesota is one of them. But I think the word is optimistic. Look at this game like this. The biggest play was probably the Peters dive. That makes you feel really good about him. Showed a lot of heart, a lot of grit in that game. He was going to try and win it for his team. And for, for the seniors, eight of those guys were – out of the game. You know, no Bay Bay, that's huge down the stretch. Um, no Kramer, that's huge. No, no, Jake Hansen. I think that line stand works. They don't convert in fourth down if that's Jake Hansen, not Callum Tolson. 
nothing against Colson, but Callen, uh, Callen, um, Hanson can, could tackle that guy before he, he makes a move. Callen, I feel like, kind of hesitated there, and, and as a result, they got On top of that, the officiating was terrible. There was five, like, there were five throw-up calls. They like, could have went either way. And we went 0 for 5 on it. We didn't get one. The fumble, the, the targeting calls, the, the um, oh, there was more than that, too. There, there were five. None of them went our way. So, like, and, and on top of it, we played a cow team that was way better than they were actually, you know, the record showed. Their quarterback came back and he started to do 6 and 2. And same for us, Peter's 6 and 2. But everyone around Peter's was, was injured. And yeah, I, that plus they were playing so close to home. Right, exactly. It, you know, if I didn't go into this game thinking we were going to win, I felt optimistic because Peters was playing really, really well. And I would like to say this: Peters is a guy who can elevate the play of people around him, and that's important. But now with people, and you know, Luke Ford is now eligible to play, which is awesome. Beeson will be playing next next year, hopefully next semester in the spring game. You know. This team is, is looking really optimistic. I hear Williams looks good in this game as well. Yeah, think think about it this way. Um, you take, I mean, listen to these names of people that caught multiple passes today: Donnie Navarro, Carlos Sandy, Andrew Isaiah Williams, Trenard Davis, and Dre Brown. I mean. I can't think of how many of these guys. I I don't think Carlos Sandy or Trenard Davis had catches even before today. So, I mean, what Peters was able to do with with that group of receivers. Imagine that next year with Luke Ford as the tight end. You got Bebe back. You got Ricky Smalling back. I'm pretty sure and Trayvon Sidney, plus maybe even Isaiah Williams as a receiver and Daniel Barker and Navarro then as your five and six. That offense looks a lot better. Right. So, you know, that's that's what that's my takeaway from this game. I'm optimistic for this team. It it sucks you lost this game, but they never they never gave up. That was another thing. There's a culture here. Lovey built a culture. It's here. We have one and it, it gave us six wins. It should give us eight wins next year. That's yeah, and that's that, what I think. Yeah, and that culture is one that, you know, we're in every game. We're never out of it because we're scrappy offensively and our defense forces turnovers. Right. Unfortunately, today, obviously, they weren't able to force any. I mean, Jake Hansen forced, what, six fumbles this year, and he was mm-hmm. out today. And they were a little bit banged up in the secondary. They couldn't really get any picks. They're kind of a step behind Cal's speed pretty much all game long. But with Beeson um, as an in- improvement to the secondary, Jake Hansen being back among, you know, other guys getting better, hopefully this defense, because, you know, we've said it all year, They've been pretty bend, don't break, and they lean on the turnovers. Right. They need to turn into a, a defense that still forces turnovers but doesn't rely on that to win games. And here, let me go to the negatives before I, you know, I become too, too um, rooting for the Illini here. Looking at this game, too, the defensive calls weren't great. Nate Hobbs and um, Andy Brown. Or, or being a bunch of times, and it, that was a little bit irregular. I don't think we will see that a lot, but that was bad. I feel like that's a huge reason why we lost. Um, besides that, other things that 
you know, happened in this game. Um, the offensive line kind of fell apart a little bit. I felt like there were times where they couldn't push the line of scrimmage. Um, I don't think the run game is going to be huge next year. That's something that, you know, when you lose Dre Brown and Tim Reggie Corbin, that's something that's going to happen. So that's something to, you know, that's not a negative, obviously. And, and, and losing just sucks because this would have been awesome to win kind of that sign. The love is turning it around to be above 500 in a year, but now we're 6-7. and seven. So you're right. There's a lot of things that were wrong with this game. Um, you know, officiating sucked, man. They were terrible. Um, that targeting call made no sense, and now that will, you know, unfortunately for Eisler, um, will um, go against him next season. He, he has to set out the first half of the, that next game. Really? It carries um, over over the off season. Mm-hmm. Um, on also, top of that, really Daley Harding. That's my last one. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say Daley Harding. Obviously, this was his last game, so that that's a negative too. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. Uh, Obviously, that is a negative. He led Illinois and the Big Ten in tackles. Um, great year for him. But I was just going to say, for Milo Eifler, you know, we talked a little bit about it, and we talked to him about it when they announced that Illinois was going to California. He's from, like, his hometown team that he grew up watching was Cal. He narrowed them down in his top five when he was thinking about going to Cal. And to have his homecoming game spoiled with that targeting call, I kind of yeah. feel bad for him. I do too. You know, I <laughs> it sucks, and, and if we won it, it'd be one thing. Um, and I think it'd be good for him, but you know, that's a bummer. And look, you know, Illini will have another chance at a bowl game to hopefully win it next year with all those guys. Some of those really important guys as seniors. You know, you think think we're gonna lose a lot of guys this year? We're losing a ton next year. Hanson, Eifler, um, Peters, Bebe, Trayvon uh, Sydney, um, Ricky Smalling. You know, all these guys, a lot of our offensive line, a lot of uh, the leftovers from the defensive line, who, again, know some of those guys are leaving this year. You know, we're losing a lot next season, too. But next year is going to be the year where those seniors need to step up and, and truly bring Illinois back. Now, yeah. if, we really, if we really quick, to continue my tangent, want to talk about the future of Illini. Um, like I said, I said earlier this season, when we started winning those games, it's not next year that's I mean, next year is a must win. He has to go to the bowl, right? Lovey has to go to the bowl. But if Lovey misses the bowl after that season, I think he is done too. That's the year, the year 20, I believe it was a 20, the bowl season of the 2021 22. That's the one, our senior year. That's the year that he has to at least go six and six, and that's going to be difficult for him. Yeah, because of all the guys are losing after next year. But, you know, I just want to talk about the offense for a quick second, how pretty much this year and obviously last year they were a run team, and it's because of, you know, they had great backs. But Reggie Corbin is, is gone. He'll probably get drafted. Dre Brown, I think, is going to be gone too. He could stay for a sixth year, but, you know, he's got a wife, he's got kids. He's probably going to try to get money. And, um and, you know, like you said, I think if Rob Smith can kind of turn this into Brandon Peters' team as it did down the stretch, that would be a good way to turn the offense over, especially since you're losing Reggie Corbin, who, first of all, I'm really glad he got a touchdown today. I think that was kind of icing on the cake for him in his career at Illinois, which was arguably one of the better ones we've seen out of a running back. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you think of the, the plenty of great running backs, from the Illini in this decade, and and certainly he was the icing on top. 
in these last two years. But um, you know, you hope you give hope for Reggie the, the best because you know, he's a guy that we love talking to and, and really uh, a true Illini. Yeah, without a doubt. And then Dre Brown's probably going to be gone too. And he was, I think he got voted the team's offensive MVP because first he was setting them up with great field position all year long with kick returns. And he was a great back out of the backfield, whether it was catching passes or just getting yards on the ground. He took a lot of pressure off of Reggie Corbin this year. Yeah, he did. And, um, yeah, like you said, and I, and I think too, you know, we're going to miss the rain game a little bit, but um, we'll still have Bonner and, and we have, you know. Um, Reggie Love. Yeah, and, and, and plenty of other guys too coming in. Um, oh, and Mike Epstein back. Mike Epstein back too. Like, the, you know, there's, there's going to be guys. But yeah, I think if you turn the team a little bit more into the pass-first um, spread team, that it can be – the team's going to be really successful down the stretch and, and really good team for the rest of the year. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. And uh, Here, I should say. And, you know, the score doesn't look like it, but this game was actually pretty close. Um, yeah. If you, you, if you turn a couple of plays around – I mean, if that if that fumble gets called a fumble, I I think this one goes to OT. I'll be honest. Yeah, that. I mean, Mr. Clutch, Brandon Peters down the stretch with what <laughs> three minutes to work with. Yeah, I think I think we do pretty well and at least maybe tie it. Yeah, and and then or if you look at the end, the end of the first half, if that is a turnover on downs instead of a touchdown, then. You know, you go into halftime down fourteen ten instead of twenty one thirteen. You know, it a lot of things could have been different, but I think um, as sad as some Illini fans are thinking, you've got to understand this season was a huge step in the right direction, and getting to a bowl, not necessarily winning it, but getting to the bowl, was a huge goal for the year and one that Illinois checked off. Yeah, I hundred percent agree. Uh, moving on, let's talk a little bit about basketball. Uh, we took a hiatus, and, and in that time, Illinois lost to Mizzou, um, which was a, well, a huge bummer in the bragging rights game, uh, but did beat NCA and T, if I'm correct. Yeah, and that's a game they should win, NCA, North Carolina, A&T. Um, Io looks good, Kofi looks good, and I'm loving how good Alan Griffin is playing. Um, Griffin was arguably the best player in that Mizzou game, too. He showed a lot of heart. Yeah, he's years. I think we'll beat Mizzou. Obviously, it wasn't this year, but basketball team's kind of trending in the right direction. They got a big game against Michigan State coming up. Yeah, that Mizzou game was very doom and gloom for a lot of the line. I felt like they, you know, like, where is the direction going? But you got to realize sometimes teams will outplay you, and, 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 you know, there wasn't anything the Illini could do to fix it. Uh, you just had way more heart in that game, and, and you know, you could blame the culture maybe, but it wasn't even that. It's just they got down on themselves and, and couldn't pick themselves up, and there's some teams that are just going to game plan around how you play, and they're going to beat you, and I feel like that's what happened. Now, this upcoming game against MSU is going to be the one where the Illini can show, hey, like we might be a little bit more of a shakier team, but – that last game that we had against Mizzou isn't truly who we are. Yeah, I agree. And I think Illinois has a good chance to show who they are when they play Michigan State. You know, this is a team they match up against pretty well. I think they upset a year ago. So 
you know, maybe more of the same is in the cards. Yeah, and, and we'll see how they do on the second. But you got to think, too, they game-planned around catching Quincy really, really well. you got to think they'll go right back to that. And, and they really didn't let him get, you know, full control of the game. They let Io and, and the guys around Io last year, Georgie, kind of take over that one. And uh, now with Kofi Coburn, you got to think, with an approved line-on, that just means that we'll see MSU again. Yeah, it it should, but I still think Illinois is lacking a little bit chemistry. Um, I think Illinois benefited last year because that game against Michigan State was in January, later January, maybe even early February. Like, they were kind of hitting their stride, um, whereas this year it seems like they haven't quite hit it yet. So it might be coming at a worse time than last year, but they're certainly more talented. So all signs point to it being a hopefully similar. Yes, absolutely. And and hopefully IOP's going in that game. The, the one thing I will say in this last couple of games, it just seems like, you know, I talked about earlier, the three-point shooting was going to be a problem for the Illini. They don't have the, the true three-point shooter. And when Trent disappeared in Mizzou and, you know, Alan Griffin wasn't hitting them late, we lost, right? So you need the true the true shooter on the, on the court, which makes you feel like Alan Griffin should be starting over Demonte Williams. Um, yeah, I've been saying that all year long. I think he's the more talented guy. I think he provides a more complete game. Sure, Demonte might play a little bit better defense, but yeah. Griffin makes up for it athletically, defensively. You know, getting rebounds and boxing yeah. out. You know, and I feel like. That was the problem last year that that he Alan Griffin's defense was was just not good. You could attack Alan Griffin and and always almost always score, but now that's not the case. Yeah, he's he's kind of controlling his body a little better because he's very lengthy, which is good defensively. You can uh, block a lot of passing lanes and get up and block shots. Very athletic. I mean, he jumps higher than anybody to get after rebounds or putbacks offensively. And then his shooting stroke is really starting to come in. So, I mean, I don't see why DeMonte starts over him if he's almost better in every other fashion. Yeah, and, and on top of it, Felice seems to have, have kind of lost his way of recent. Obviously, if you take the NCAA, NCAA and T game out of it. Um, well, no, I think Felice is better off the bench just because that's more of the skills that he provides. And I think he's just... He could put up, you know, 18, 20 a game and obviously does when he plays more minutes, but I think he's starting to learn his role a little bit better. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I hope that he can continue to be that six-man, a good six-man. I just feel like he was lost as a six-man in the Mizzou game. Yeah, I could see that. It um, almost seemed like, honestly, I think you could almost say with as long as Williams is in the lineup, Griffin is the sixth. And Feliz is the seven right now. Yeah, uh, you know you could say that too. So, do you have a score prediction for this game? Yeah, you know I think they keep it close, but you know going to East Lansing and winning is never easy. I think Illinois falls to Michigan. Actually, you know what? I'm going to pick them to win. You know, I, <laughs> <laughs> I I talked myself out of it while I was trying to explain why they're going to lose. I don't think they're going to lose. I think they match up with this team really well. I know they're ranked 14 and playing at home, and Tom Izzo's a great coach and all, but, you know, they did it last year, and they got better, and they're better this year. So 
I'm going to say they do keep it close, obviously, because they're going to win the game, and they're going to win 72-64. to 64. It's going to be close all game, back and forth, and then in the final minutes, Illinois is going to pull away a little bit from fouls and free throws, 72-64. to 64. Yeah, I think the shooting comes back for this one. Um, I think you see Trent Frazier uh, play really well. Io has a, a good game. Um, but doesn't uh, shy. I think the, the three-point shooters will, will hopefully come out and, and show them that this Illini team can shoot threes and, and, and still be aggressive inside um, with the likes of Io and Kofi um, and Georgia, for that matter. Um, Illinois wins one, squeaks one by in East Lansing, 73-70 um, to 70, Illini. All right, so we're both taking Illinois to go on the road and be the top 25 team. Yeah, why not? <laughs> what a great way to start the decade. Yeah, that would be. Hey, the 20s belong to the line. I'm calling it right now. Yes, sir. And for all of you listening, Happy New Year. Thanks for uh, sticking with us for this decade. I know we weren't here the whole decade, but for the back end of it, we appreciate you guys listening every time. And uh, we hope we can bring you another successful, fun decade of, or at least the beginning of the decade of Illinois sports. Oh, yeah. Hey, Alana, the uh, 20s belong to Alana. You heard it here first on the Ask and Talk um, yes, podcast. And, and that'd be sick if we won this game on the second. And you could literally say that the 20s belong to Alana. Anyways, for Anthony Pasquale, I'm Patrick Catazone. Thanks for listening to Ask and Talk. Make sure you tune in every Monday and Tuesday. This one's coming out late just because of the bowl game. But hopefully you enjoyed your weekend. And uh, Happy New Year, ILL. I and I, Happy New Year.